Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono. 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 If you want it, then you got it. Bono. Bono. Look at them girls they do. Oh, I want you to. He's mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. He's mine. I don't even know if that rhythm. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. I'm your host, Hadia Robinson. That was my old two one-hit wonders. Because, come on, let's be honest. Young MC had that one-ass song. That song that people still play at the office party, like they really turn it up. And if you work with a lot of white people, you know they'll put that song on and get to dancing. And all the black people like, why is this happening? But you still end up dancing because you know all the words like, oh, my God, I hope don't nobody I know see me in here. If you want it, just bust a move. <laughs> that is the most cornbread shit you can say. Just bust a move, right? And then, of course, look at the girl with the Daisy Do song. That's like right there with the love and love the love and love, right? She missed the bubble gum. I missed the Chico thing. I wanna do na na. Oh, so you know me, right? It's the same thing, right? Or, um, yeah. Like, I mean, Millie Vanilli is still kind of taking it back. I feel like, um, and I don't even know who did the, um, that Laffy Taffy. Who was that? Who was that mass band of terrible artists? <laughs> Although I did used to get it into that dance, to that song. Um, and then Moke and Steph. Like, come on. you If you don't remember Moke and Steph, like, that was the official. That was the boy is mine before the boy is mine. But it was on some hood shit. Like, um, I know that's your man. Like, with the boy is mine, it was like them going back and forth. And they was getting played by the dude. But they ain't know it. But. No, I think they did know it. I think they did. But with He's Mine, it was, He's Mine was disrespectful. Like, the boy is mine was more like, okay, I know you think that's your man, but actually, but we're going to be respectful about it. Like, we going to be young ladies about it. We ain't going to be out here trying to, but He's Mine was definitely disrespectful. Like, basically, fuck your life, bitch. I don't care about you and your kids and what y'all got going on over there. I don't care that he promised he was going to take you to Disneyland because guess what? He told he was gonna, he was told me he was going to take my kids to Disney World, which means that I'm going to step above you and it don't even matter. And the other girl come back like, no, Disneyland is better because it's in california and the weather is better and it's on the west coast and we might see some movie stars and then the other girl is like no actually <laughs> and then but at the end of the day they both trash um anyway but here we are welcome back i really made a conscious effort to find some topics that had nothing to do with the episode of american of the americans that's happening in Washington DC right now I just I tried I honestly did I put an effort forward I realized that last week like I when I re-listened to the episode I was like oh ma'am you are angry <laughs> and I was like yes I am so I don't want to believe I don't want to be angry this episode I want to have fun I want it to be great I want it to be just a little high old time with you guys wherever you are and whatever you're doing while you're listening to the podcast and I think I've heard running working out um, people have told me they go, um, they're just driving long drives, long walk, long walks. Um, shout out to all my people that listen at work with the earbuds in as I'm cussing my whole ass head off and they in there like pretending like they listening to Kurt Franklin and the family. <laughs> I'm straight going slam off and they in here like, mm -hmm, amen. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> Uh, so shout out to everybody wherever you are listening you know hopefully we just make this a magical journey on a reading ring okay sorry that was I don't even know where that came from anyway um so let's start this will be fun so I found this article that listed 33 New York slang words every New Yorker should know and learn so here we go in the spirit of, damn, we can't have nothing. <laughs> That's my new segment. Damn, we can't have nothing. Okay. 
um, yeah, white people just, you know, not only are they trying to learn our, learn our slang, but they're just trying to commandeer it and let everybody else know, hey, psst, I know if you guys want to be hip, meanwhile, this a lot of this stuff we won't even say no more. Or when, let me just, let me say this. To the people who like to commandeer black culture and, you know, our creativity and stuff like that, you know, first of all, I get it. The internet is fast and you feel like, oh, well, I just heard about it. And yes, you're definitely getting it faster than your, you know, previous generations who, you know, got bling bling after like three years after black people were saying it or twerk seven years after black people was doing it right and now you know and then y'all want to act like it's this new explosion and black people sitting around like what right boom but here's the thing once you start using it a lot of times you using it wrong anyway even though it's coming to you faster than it did in the past you're still using it wrong so why don't you do both of us a favor so we're not sitting and staring at each other awkwardly just don't do it Stick to your words. Just stick to whatever it is that you're used to saying. You don't have like you don't have to say this in order for us to have a conversation. I don't need you to throw out certain words because you feel like that's going to make me feel like that you're more hip and in tune and in the streets and because guess what? You're not. Okay? Matter of fact, I'm not even really in them streets like that. So the fact that you're trying to say words to me that I know you don't know you're not making me believe that you're really in them streets because I don't see you in the streets when I finally get to the streets, so I know you ain't really in them streets. You know what I'm saying? And even just the word in them streets doesn't mean physically in them streets. It means, but I don't want to tell y'all that. I want to hold on to that because it ain't on this list, so I don't want to give it to you. So here's some of the words that uh, top of the list, I don't know why they chose with this one first. I don't know if this list is going best to least, you know, greatest to to worst or you know newest to oldest or whatever but the first one on this list that i found is um take it there and the best part let me just let you know the best part of this list is their examples hey bro trust me you don't want to take it there first of all black people don't say hey bro okay if anything, if it's especially as a New York list, the first thing somebody's gonna say is they're gonna be like, son, <laughs> yo, son, on everything I love, right? They ain't even got that there. So, eh, number one, it's already wrong. Grill. And then that's number two, grill, to stare. First of all, just the fact that y'all have this word and then the follow up, like quote unquote meaning, and then the examples, hysterical. Why you grilling me? First of all, ain't nobody said grill since legit like 93. I think that was a Nas album. <laughs> like, um, yeah, grill goes back to like Grand Pooba. So in 2017, if you're just getting grill, don't use it. Just do not use it. Because grill went through a phase of also meaning like, uh, gold teeth or teeth with diamonds in them so you know that mean you two meanings in the rears on grill so I'm gonna just advise you just don't I'm not gonna give y'all all of them because I just want to give you the, rat, the the saddest ones to front to act like you have it but you really don't he fronting he don't he don't own none of that shit First of all, front and go back to Flint, Michigan, when MC Bree was like, ain't no future in your front. So that's easily about 91. How is this a new word? What are you talking about? Two front. Wow. Here's the thing. Okay. Let me let me intercut this with a little bit of information and I think just the overall pissivity that black people go through. The reason why most of y'all can't use slang is because y'all want to apply the English language to it and apply the rules of the English language, not realizing that when you're using slang or you're using ebonics or whatever you want to call it, the rules of grammar and shit like that just does not apply. Okay, so most of y'all, like when people were saying, trying to pronounce 50 cent and they were like, 50 it's like, why are you ODing right now? Just if you feel, and Lil Wayne, if you got, if you feel like you got to use every synonym and every, just don't use it. 
every if you feel like you got to say it with every possible letter don't use the word it sound you make it sound horrible you sound stupid and then we're just standing there sitting looking at each other and it's awkward as fuck and then i gotta sit up there and act like oh okay yeah and then go back to the co-workers like you ain't gonna believe this bitch just right and every time we do it every time so don't let's not do this stupid ass exchange um brick is on the list which means uh cold borderline freezing it's brick outside put your hat on first of all uh ain't nobody gonna say it's brick outside and then <laughs> give some advice you better put your hat on it's brick outside no it's gonna be like yo son it's brick right and that's it and you know what it mean ain't nobody gonna then give you some advice to bundle up (laughs) hey it's brick out there you might want to put on some long underwear (laughs) oh god um let me see so they add they have mad and dumb like it add emphasis that sandwich was dumb good I ain't gonna front. I've said that a couple of times, but I don't want to hear you saying it, sir, ma'am. Don't thirst bucket. <laughs> why you acting like a thirst bucket, bro? First of all, white people, bro. No, I'ma let we gonna. That's not our shit, bruh. Is y'all shit? Is our shit, bro? That's y'all shit, and y'all can have bro, okay? But bruh is our shit. So let's make that separation right there. I think bro. Yeah, I don't know black people that's like, bro, bro, bro. No, we'd be like, bro, bro. And some people even be like, brah, <laughs> which, yeah. Anyway, I feel like that's that might be a John, Philly, some Philly shit. But, <sighs> and then to round out the list, dead ass, which, and then wait, before even dead ass, um, like, I don't want to hear a white person say dead ass, period. Especially you can't be, you can't say dead ass unless you're in Tim's dead ass. And I got Tim's on. I'm just saying you can't say dead ass, period. I don't want to hear it from you. I don't want, if you're from Milwaukee, some Kansas City, Iowa City, goddamn Utah, dead ass, no. No, it's not. that Certain words, I feel like certain words are just restricted. Um, On the restricted list, dead ass okay um son nope you can't use that word dead ass (laughs) mad it's mad at him no you can't have it sorry certain words i just won't allow it if you use these words we can't have a conversation you can have you can have front or whatever however to front or whatever you know grammatical shit y'all trying to do with that word you can have that tight i don't even want to hear y'all saying tight i was dumb i'm dumb tight over that bullshit last night really dumb and tight in one no you're not ready for that you're not ready for that experience i don't want to hear it from you so that's the list y'all can have the rest of that shit you can't have sun you can't have tight you can't have um dead ass and you can't have what's the other one i said um and you can't have mad that's it that's the list anything else you want to say fine say it but those words you can't have it okay now we'll be uploading a complete list to www.theseartheblackpeoplerules.com <laughs> please refer to this website moving forward anytime before you make a move that you think black people might not agree with okay all the rules will be updated (laughs) oh god uh r.i.p to Halle Berry wig okay here's the deal (laughs) Oscars I got my life I absolutely got my life they just came on the other day it was a lot of fun. I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a really great job. He threw some nice shots out. I was like, damn, bro. All right. But the highlight of the night had to be when Gary Allen Cole and Vicky came and his fiance, Vicky, what's, what's my sister's name? Vicky Vines uh, came up in there off of that tour bus and got their whole entire life. Listen, Uncle Gary and Auntie Vicky had them cameras up the entire time. There was not a moment. Them cameras was down. Like, shout out to them for giving me my black ass life. (laughs) 
straight up. That door opened. They was coming in like, wait, oh, oh, snap. So good. And then when, when, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was like, I feel like you're in ignoring the white actors. And <laughs> Gary was like, I am. Yo, good night. Cash me outside. I'm telling you right now, I was done. I said, damn. Gary like, look, I done spent 20 years in jail. I ain't got time to be sitting up here trying to play and trying to soothe nobody feelings. I don't give a damn about it. But I felt like it was just so dope that both, I felt like both get the people on the tour bus as well as those celebrities got that. I feel like they both got their life. Because, like, Nicole Kimmy was smiling so hard. Like, she genuinely was, like, joyful. It was it was great. Denzel got up there and brought, the, you know, married them. And when he was like, you can kiss the bride. And then Gary and Vicky kissed. I was like, oh, my God. How cute is this? Uh, Gary, you was a little bit disrespectful, though. You was kissing a lot of hands. If I was Vicky, I'd have been like, yeah, <laughs> you got one more hand. <laughs> You got one more hand, and then me and you going to have a problem when we get back on this tour bus. Trust and believe. One more hand, that's enough. You're done enough. <laughs> you don't know where these hands been. Think you're going to kiss me in the mouth. No, sir, you will not. <laughs> you better get some dang on. I'm going to need some hydrocortisone on them lips. I'm going to need some hand sanitizer on them lips. You're going to have to do a lot before you think you're going to put them lips back on me. I don't give a damn how much money these people got. You can't be going around kissing the back of folks' hand. People sit on their hands. Remember that. <laughs> Uh, so I got my life. It was great. You know, he took a picture with my boo, Mahershala, Mahershala, Mahershala. Mm, mm, mm. Sidebar. Baby, when that black ass man got in there, st stood up with that black ass suit and that black ass shirt and that big, woo! Mm, 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 mm. Uh, which, you know, it don't, nothing, like, black look good on everything. You hear what I'm telling you? So, not just the black fabric, I'm talking about the black skin. So, whatever you want to wear, black people, I know I've heard people say, black people don't look good in this color. You a damn lie. You a damn lie. It don't matter what color a black person put on. That shit looks good. Every color looks good against black. Remember that shit. Anyway, so that was my sidebar. Uh, another sidebar, uh, R.I.P. the Halle Berry wig. I don't know what that was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was a it was a hot ass mess. You know what she looked like? Remember the Proud family? <laughs> Remember the twins, BB and CC? Come on, you know I ain't lying. If you if you don't know what I'm talking about, first of all, if you didn't watch the Proud family, I'm gonna need you to pull your whole ass life together and get get on Amazon, get on Disney.com. You need to go somewhere and look up the Proud Family, specifically the Proud Family movie, the Proud Family Vacation. What? Okay, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm taking it. Okay, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Halle Berry hair look like BB and Cece from the Proud Family. Get into it. You better look it up. Uh, sidebar, whoever did that to Miss Halle Berry, you're fired. Okay, Donald Trump voice. Why would you think that that was smart? Everybody, look, Halle Berry has been flawless on the red carpet, right? With the pixie cut. That is her look. It is what it is. Anytime Halle Berry is in the pixie cut, it's full slayage. Every time. Why? Why? Why would you go against this? She has a track record. She has she has an established history of slayage with the pixie cut. Who decided you was going to give her this set on wig that was obviously turned sideways or just off the, you know, it was they needed to take it on both sides and uh, uh, two times like just 13 degrees. It needed to turn 13 degrees. That's it. And why why couldn't you do that? Why? Why couldn't you? Six and a half degrees, six and a half degrees, that gives you the 13 degrees that her hair needed to turn in order for that wig to be straight. But truly, we just didn't need it. Didn't need it. It just took all the focus away. It was too much. So I don't know if she's promoting a movie. I don't know if this was a leftover wig from BAPS that, you know, the scene from the movie was cut out. And they was like, you know what? We need to let people know that. Like, I don't know what happened. I just need confirmation that the person who made that decision is fired. Now, Halle Berry, if that was your decision, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need a full black women in Hollywood. 
Sister Circle intervention. I'm gonna need Shonda Rhimes to call you. I'm gonna need uh Alfre Woodard. I'm I'm gonna need um uh Diane Carroll. I'm gonna need um Cecily Tyson, uh, Oprah Winfrey. I need everybody to come together, wrap their arms around you, just like on the women of Brewster Place. <laughs> I need Oprah to come in the Women of Brewster Place outfit and just rock with you. Like, come on, come on, right? Until that wig come the fuck off your head. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a hot-ass mess. Nobody could, you couldn't watch that shit and not think what is happening. So I don't know who got beef with you, Halle Berry. I, don't, I feel like it's the same person who has Stevie Wonder still in them locks. It's the same person. Whoever is deciding that Stevie Wonder should still wear them locks is the same person that decided to put you in that wig, and I needed to stop. I needed to stop. I need them to clock out. I need them to take a new job at a Best Buy. I need them at an Applebee's. I need them somewhere where they don't really have to, you know, they're they not making those decisions. People are coming in to tell them what, what they're going to do, and they just go and get whatever TV is in the back or go and bring you some loaded potatoes. But what they're not doing is deciding, oh, I think this is the look that you need. Mm-mm-mm. I just want to have a moment of silence just to play, pay homage to Halle Berry. That's all right. We're going to keep you in our prayers. <laughs> Meanwhile, she is spending all of the money and I'm over here broke. So <laughs> let me take all that back. Do you, boo? <laughs> anyway, but uh, shout out to all the winners of the uh, at the Oscars and um, my baby, my Herschela, my boo, um, Viola, just giving me so much life in the speech. I just need Viola Taraji to just do the speeches in my life. Like, I just need them to call me every once in a while and give me some good black ass speeches, some good black ass motivation because they're good for it. They will do it. Uh, really quick sidebar, Katherine Johnson, y'all didn't need to do that to her. I'm just going to put it out there. Sister, she ain't got it to know. Look, she is 117 years old, and God bless her. She is still out here kicking a man to that. I think that is amazing. But I didn't need y'all to put that microphone in her face and ask her to say something, and she ain't got. She did not have it in her. The spirit was not there, but y'all decided that y'all was going to reel her out there and then stick that mic, and she like, <clears throat> she, it, mm-mm, mm-mm. and y'all wrong. And I'm going to tell you right now, Mary Jackson, and Dorothy, Dorothy Vaughn, she ain't, they not happy about it. I'm going to tell you straight up, they're going to be haunting you. They are, they will be haunting your dreams. You can't just do that. Everything Katherine Johnson has done for us as a people. And then here you go, going to put a microphone in her 117 year old face and expect her to what? Give her, give a dissertation to give a full ass speech. She don't have it. And you knew that when you put her in a chair, because at some point when y'all was interacting with her, you heard her voice. You heard her say, uh, uh, and try to force them words out, and she ain't got it, and I ain't making fun of her, because guess what? If we all lucky, we might get to that point in our life. And guess what? Not all of us is going to make it that far. All of us ain't going to be able, especially with the shit they putting in the food. We ain't going to make it that long, so God is good. She here, but you didn't need to do that. So you're wrong, okay? Between Halle Berry wig and putting that microphone in Katherine Johnson's face, I feel like, and and the goddamn mix up with the card. They don't want black people to be great. I see it. I see what's happening. It, it's still orchestrated. I know it was it was uh, it was the testicle lump and his crew of bandits, and somehow they infiltrated. You know, that's why that's why Donald Trump was so quiet during the Oscars. That's why he wasn't tweeting, because he was the one behind making his decisions. It was him. It was Russia. And it was the Oscar board. And they was coming together. How do we embarrass black people on this night of of pure black beautifulness? You know, and sidebar to the sidebar of the other sidebar going all the way back. The sidebars is actually bringing us back to um, Gary to Gary Allen Cole. Um Fuck you. Here's the thing. What do him and what he did in his past have to do with the fact that he had the opportunity to be on this bus at a certain time with his fiance and get into this event and get his whole life? They ain't, his past ain't got nothing to do with it. And guess what? He served his time. And at the end of the day, you ain't concerned about Brock Turner, who only spent six months in jail for raping a woman by a damn garbage can. 
And meanwhile, six months, he ain't in jail no more. Trust and believe he probably signing up for classes to go to college to be sitting right next to one of your kids. But you ain't got, you know, look, uh, uh. Uncle Gary served his damn time. Let this man live his life. He already went through the three strike rules. And you already know. And look, he a black man in this country. Who knows what the real conviction was? Mm-hmm. I said it. Uh, in Chicago, all the corruption in Chicago, no telling what the hell really happened and who orchestrated and who was trying to get a promotion and who hid evidence. I, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just going off of what's really going on out here. So at the end of the day, don't worry about Gary Johnson and him getting his whole last life and getting married by Denzel. Bitch, you jealous. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> what else is going on, guys? So much yummy news. So many great topics. Um, so Rachel, I'm sorry. Let me. Be respectful of this goofy bitch. The uh the con artist formerly known as Rachel Dolezal is now identifying. She's changed her name, y'all. Her name is Nketchi Amir Diallo. Now, sidebar, I don't know if I pronounced that right. I asked Google to speak it for me and Google fucked it up. <laughs> Google did the first day of school attendance pronunciation um, where, you know, when you got a, when you got one of them names and the teacher call your name and they say it all the way wrong and then you correct them and then they say it wrong again and then you correct them again and then they just kind of squint their eyes, take that breath and then say it wrong again. Yeah, that's ba that's what I'm talking about. So catchy Amari Diallo, I'm pretty confident on amari diallo which i i'm like sis where did you even pull this last name from like how do you just get a whole ass new last name you ain't been married you ain't done nothing you ain't even went on a pilgrimage you ain't live in africa in some country in africa you haven't done none of the steps that it's like to take you to a level of enlightenment to be like okay i think i'm ready to change my name like when malcolm x changed his name he had a moment of enlightenment he made a decision on and a path he chose a path for his life you just one day woke up and was like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and take this i think i'm black shit to the next level and just went down to the social services office <laughs> to the social security office like hey um where's the form to check like what are you ma'am this is my problem too you can't be identified as black and then go telling people that you on welfare and obviously you're mentally disturbed like you can't be bring black people we have enough problems in this country our stats is already fucked up we dying at a higher rate of like breast cancer and heart disease and you know our black men got go, one in three going to jail bitch we don't need you coming with and now adding more weight onto our fucked up scales you understand what i'm telling you like at least if you're gonna come over here Come over here with some accomplishments other than braid and hair. Ma'am, no. Okay, you don't get to come just switch sides and you fucked up. You're not bringing sh nothing to the table. You ain't even, you ain't got, you got a book, but like, you ain't got no movie deal. You ain't got no house. You ain't running no nonprofit organization. You ain't doing nothing that black people could be like, you know what? We'll take her in a race train. You just bring in problems and issues that black people do not need and we are not interested in. Ma'am, keep that over there, okay? Don't come over here with that shit. Talk about, hey, y'all, what time is the barbecue? Never. It's never happening. You're not invited. Please get out of here. Get out of here. And here's the thing. Like, you know, for black people, look, if it's that easy to just decide to switch sides i'm not saying i'm not sitting up here saying i want to be white i'm just saying if i had the option to be to get my credit together and not be followed around the store and all this other shit where do i sign up because at the end of the day i feel like truly this woman is all of this shit is to for her to get these interviews to get her name out there to get her reality show i feel like all of this is her working her way to her bravo reality show my best black life black as hell rachel dolezal living black right young gifted in black rachel dolezal your black ass sister sister to sister with the ah on the end like what are we no rachel don't no so to the black people out there if you looking to move your shea butter line 
if you looking to start your t-shirt line, if you looking for any way to start your quote unquote modeling, stop putting your booty pictures on Instagram, sis, write a letter to to the Today Show, write a letter to the 700 Club, write a letter to Charlie Rose and just tell them that your ass you feel like you white and you just want to live your white ass life and but nobody want to let you because obviously that's all that's all she's doing and i'm just mad because how like i said you're not bringing nothing to the table and that's what i got a problem with don't come over here with that all that bullshit and your welfare and all this shit you know what i'm saying no ma'am come over here when you got when you got some real shit popping you done open up a movie studio and you plan on hiring black people don't come over here former civil rights activist now you ain't got no job now you braiding hair on the side now you on welfare you ain't got no money you ain't got no man you clearly mentally challenged no no thank you uh the committee of black people will decline (laughs) will reject this submission no anyway but she stayed trying it and they keep allowing her you know, this spotlight. I feel like if these news outlets and shit stop talking to her, maybe she will get the help she need or she'll stop playing these stupid ass games and then go ahead and do and get her life together for her adopted black kids. Anyway. It's just anyway. But meanwhile, her white ass parents somewhere like, where did we go wrong? Where did we go wrong? Okay, sorry. Huh? Okay. Mm, Sorry. My bad. I just aged the fuck out of myself. I'm sorry. I really don't know that song. I just heard it one time and I was absolutely in the womb. Okay, next story. Um, let's see what's going on. Trying to figure out what stuff I can and even want to deal with right now. Um, all right, so black people still getting played by the testicle in chief. Here's the deal. Amarosa, who, as we know, is still trying to get in her grandmama good graces, decided to bring a bunch of presidents from historically black colleges in to see the testicle. You know, and I just want to say to Amarosa, you ain't shit. And I hope your grandmama don't never let you come back to the barbecue, bitch. I hope your auntie and them bar you from even coming to the park. I hope, I hope, mm, I hope your cousin, you ain't coming to no more baby showers. You ain't invited to no more graduations. They don't even want you to pay for the graduation. They don't even want to pay. They don't even want you to send a cake to the wedding don't nobody want your free trip to the bahamas after they get married don't nobody want your engagement gift i hope you never get back in the family i hope you have to spend christmas with trump and melania and whoever melania is fucking on the side because you know she ain't fucking him (laughs) evil laugh um that's just my that's my hope for you because and then to the And then to these presidents of these historically black colleges, why? Just an overall note to all black people. Isn't it clear? Like, do do black people have such an affinity for white people that they can never see through that bullshit? At what point are black people as a collective going to say, no, I'm not falling for that fuck shit? Like, hasn't he proven in the past six opportunities that all this shit is for a photo op like like do do y'all not remember when he had steve harvey get off the elevator to a full-on paparazzi to a full-on press conference of people waiting waiting to be like oh so you fuck with trump now and he's sitting there thick ass mustache all wide-eyed and looking around like oh shit think of something think of something think of something say something say something uh uh barack told me to come down right like chrisette michelle all this money she was supposed to get they gave that bitch a whopper <laughs> and a free plastic poncho so she didn't get wet when she was up there saying <laughs> They gave her ass. They gave her a fucking transit link pass <laughs> and a Photoshop picture from 
Obama's inauguration that they trying to say was Trump's. <laughs> that is all Chris and Michelle got. Like she ain't got her money. Have y'all not peeped that? All she got was an opportunity to go on every music show and talk about how much she got played. Like, and y'all still showing up for this bullshit. All them black pastors that went to his to his little meeting at the Trump Tower, all they got was one of them mints that go on a pillow and a Metro pass. That and not even an unlimited. I'm talking about a ten dollar pass to get them from the airport to Trump Tower, back to the <laughs> airport, and then that's it. No, nah, he might have got them a swipe so they could take the air train so they can get from the airport to the train station. He's not a monster, guys. He's not a monster. So it was probably like a little $20 card, each of them, which is a drop, like a drop in a bucket to what he paid them hookers to piss on him. I'm positive. <laughs> but like black people, black people, y'all wouldn't even give a black person that many times to play you. That's what I'm mad about. Black people just in general give black people one time like, oh, no, nah, the bitch going to try to play me. Talk about she was going to come pick me up from the airport. Bitch didn't show up. So I cut her off. You like, yo, that was your grandmama and she had a stroke, but she was supposed to at least send an Uber. you be like, what? But black people just see this fool playing black people, playing them, playing them, playing them. And they just lining up like, well, he ain't going to play me next. So. All, the, all of these presidents from historically black colleges ended up going to meet with him, <clears throat> right? And Kellyanne Conway, trailer park, dirty trailer park ass, and I know the bottom of her feet was black as hell. You know the bottom of her feet looked like she had walked on a freshly paved tar driveway. You know that. Listen, I went to college with chicks like Kellyanne. Trust and believe them feet was dirty as fuck she ain't had socks she ain't had socks and shoes on since they got in the white white house believe me she ain't wore no socks it's 20 degrees outside she's still walking around the whole ass grounds with no shoes and socks on i'm talking about she walking through the rose garden she going to the dang old um situation room no shoes on just like what it's fine my feet get really hot <laughs> And then she climbed her bony stinking ass up on that couch with no shoes on and just did what? Just on Twitter, just looking at Tinder. She hot ass mess, hot ass, nasty ass mess. And this how I know she was nasty and her feet probably stink is if you look at the picture that pulls all the way out and you see all of the presidents of the universities, the guy that's standing right next to the couch is even looking at her like, I bet she's got that nasty woman's disease. <laughs> Color purple. Yo, he just looked at her like, mm, mm -mm. never will, never have I, never will I. She looked nasty. So now they all these goofballs sitting up there and they thinking they coming to the White House because and one of the presidents was like, well, you know, President Obama gave $3 billion to the colleges. So I just figured that we was going to at least get 500000 right? This is how low the expectation is for this dude, right? The expectation is so $500 million. I'm sorry. Not five. <laughs> Can you imagine if he gave him $500,000? Like, yo, y'all split that up. So the president of Morehouse College, John Wilson Jr., basically issued a statement and said how they got played, how they went all the way up there and got absolutely nothing. But the thing is, this man has not given no clear as indication that he's going to do anything from the start. I'm talking about from the campaign trail. So what the hell make y'all think that just because now he's in office, now he's going to step up to the plate and give you all this presidential bullshit sidebar Van Jones, I'm, bruh, once again, soft-ass Democrats. I said it last week. Bernie Sanders, you on some bullshit, too? You going to stand your old ass up and stand up and clap for Trump at this meeting like a sucker? I can't stand Democrats. Democrats, y'all have lost all respect for me. I'm being straight up. Those Democrats that's there, the only person that's holding it down, once again, shout out to Auntie Maxine, because she is not here for the fucking shenanigans. She's like, I don't care. I'm not going. I don't. That shit is to welcome him, and he ain't welcoming my... And 
in my eyes, period. Next question. And I'm 100% here for it. I wish more of the Democrats had the motherfucking ball she got. I wish more of the Democrats would get together with her, have some meetings and be like, boom, this is what we going to do. But Democrats is so soft. They all sitting over there. Let's just give them a chance. But Van Jones. For you to sit up and talk about this, the greatest presidential moment, and this is the most presidential and da-da-da-da. So what? Listen, just be, this man has shit on himself 17 times in the amount of times we've seen him running for office. So the one time he actually makes it to the party, you want to act like this the greatest moment that's ever happened in the history of the presidential? Sit your dumb ass down. Bruh, you were supposed to stand strong and be like, okay, I'm not impressed. What about, blah, blah, blah. you were supposed to drag up all the other fuck shit he's done. Like, bruh, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get a show on Fox News? Are you trying to, like, this whole straddle the line? You're looking like, like a bitch straight up you look like a bitch and that's the mm, anyway so i said i was gonna keep it like woo fun yippee so hs i always say hsbc hbcus historically black colleges and university once again got played they left out of there they ain't got no money they went all the way to the white house for trump to be like all right so i'm gonna just basically take y'all out of the educational department and i'm gonna just put y'all in the executive department all right y'all ready okay let's take this picture on three and take it up the ass click and then they just got sent home and they probably had to pay for their own way to the fucking airport. Ugh, dummies. And I'm not going to even get on Be Becky, Betsy, Becky DeVos. I'm just not. So she made the statement that black colleges were America's original pioneers for school choice. <sighs> you know, I don't even have the energy to go in on her. I'm just going to revisit what i said last week about white people and a selective ass memory white people stop making these stupid ass statements and trying to rewrite the history of this bullshit ass country and try to then act like all this terrible ass shit that you, black that white people was behind never happened Stop trying to sprinkle sugar on this shit and hand it to me like it's chocolate cake, bitch. It's not. The audacity of this bitch who's supposed to be over the educational department. And I bet you, I bet any amount of money, if you bring up Brown versus Board of Education or any of the staple cases that black people had to, that black people endured to get the the right to equal education in this country i bet this bitch don't have not now idea she probably will sit there like i don't i don't under I, okay so maybe jim brown the actor was you know talking to the educational system so that actors could go to college on a Pell Grant. like i bet she has no fucking clue about any of the history of the actual education in this country and then this goofy bitch goes going to she set up and equated black people being completely locked out of the educational system to and then having to go and create their own colleges and universities to oh well they just decided that they were gonna do this no it was a necessity they had to because guess what your black ass it was just in hidden figures so obviously the bitch didn't even see hidden figures but black people didn't have a choice to go and say you know what i think i'm gonna go to princeton you know what i think i'm gonna do I'm going to go ahead and go to Texas State because, shit, it's students at Texas State right now barely getting in that motherfucker, barely surviving, not getting trolled, not getting racially harassed at school. And this bitch trying to act like in 1920, in 1940, in 1960 that black people could just up and go with it to whatever college they wanted to and shit was sweet. Anyway, so that's all I'm going to say to that. Fuck out of here with that revisionist bullshit, bitch. Learn the history of this country. That's what you, that needs to be your first motherfucking task, ma'am, is to go back through and learn, get you a tutor, bitch. 
Get you someone who can come in and say, okay, I'm going to need you to read these three chapters on the, edu- the history of the educational system so you can fully get together and we won't have to go through this bullshit in the future with you saying some stupid ass shit and then coming back like, oh, I mean, what well, I had meant, see, but actually what I was saying is, no, bitch, we know what you were saying and the shit was dumb. So get it together, ma'am. Thank you so much. <laughs> Anyway, um, Flint still doesn't have water, guys. Flint doesn't have water, but Flint also wants the residents to pay full ass price for some questionable water. So, first of all, now this is four years later since the water crisis, right? And after all the lies of, oh, you can drink the water even though you ain't supposed to drink the water. Oh, you should boil the water even though boiling the water only enhances the lead in it. Oh, you know, it's cool now, but actually it ain't cool and, pe- and people is losing their lives and they got rashes and shit. And, oh, no, the water is brown. That just means it's extra healthy. It's brown because it's for black people or some bullshit, whatever lies they told the residents of the city of Flint are supposed to believe that now, even though ain't none of the pipes been switched out, I think they done switched out about eight pipes in the last four years. And I'm being, and I'm being generous with eight pipes. Okay. And that's probably only two, some of the top people cribs, but it is what it is. Right. They expect the residents of Flint, Michigan to think, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, they done said it's cool now. So I guess we can drink it. Oh, it's it's straight now. They they're expecting these people to just act like none of this shit happened in the past and just move forward. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I just guess I'll take an extra hot shower in this water because it should be fine. But not only that, now just because we've said it's cool for y'all to bathe in this water and drink this water, now we want full price. Excuse the f- sir, the fuck what? Listen, to all my people in Flint who are still there, don't pay that fucking water. Fuck them. There's no way anybody should have to pay for subpar water. You should not be paying for the possibility that you might be further poisoning yourself. And it's, and all of this is just because they don't want to deliver no more water to houses because they are tired and they don't feel like they should have to deliver water. Guess what, bitch? If you can't deliver water to people through the pipes the way that normal Americans should get their water as their American right, then absolutely, bitch, rev up them trucks and go door to damn door every day, every week, however long you have to do it and get people the water that they deserve. But the audacity of you to ask people to pay full price for some bullshit water that they can't even drink without fear, that they can't even bathe in without fear, that you, I am sure, are not even positive, is clear and is actually bathable and drinkable, is beyond evil. That's some next level evil shit that I don't, I don't ever want to know that level of evil. So to the people in Flint, to the people and to all of us, truly, because we don't know what these people is doing with the water. We really don't know. We don't know what the fuck is in this water. We don't, you know, as much as they will tell us, oh, it's cool. You can look at what happened in Flint. They was telling them it was cool for damn near two years and the shit wasn't cool. These Because guess what? These people, they don't drink that water. They not in the city limits. They they can afford the top filters. They can trust me. They getting some filters from NASA, bitch. They getting some shit that would be on Air Force One filtered water. They not drinking the same water that you drinking. They not drinking nothing that might even have possibly come through them pipelines. So, you know what? It's just, you know, it just really speaks to how the greed of this country. And the fact that this country voted in somebody as greedy as Donald Trump truly speaks to the fact that there is greed all around on every level. And all these people that feel like, oh, you know, I said it before, oh, a businessman, he know how to run business. You damn right. And guess what? When it come to business, business don't give a fuck about people. Business give a fuck about money. And every decision is, that is made is about money. So please understand that. Please stop, you know. Anyway, 
anyway, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so to the people in Flint, please be careful. Please don't drink that water. If you are not 100% sure, please don't be silent. Please continue to speak up. And for everybody else, please, let's not, let's not forget that this is still happening. Regardless of what the news is saying, that there are still people in Flint, Michigan, drinking water that is not fit for an animal to drink. There are humans, our neighbors, our brothers, our sisters, in the human spirit, whether you related or not, our play cousins, all of that, that are subjected to drinking and bathing in water that a car company wouldn't even use in a factory. Remember that. All right, guys. So finally, I'm going to end this on some good news. I know. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Because normally, you know, I ended and it's aggressive and I'm angry and I'm pissed off. But this one, <laughs> this time, guys, what? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Final story is <clears throat> a couple is sent to prison for harassing a black child's party with Confederate flags and guns. You know, sometimes justice, <laughs> you know, it just the blind eye of justice sometimes winks at us every so often. It's not often, but every once in a while, justice comes through. Okay. Uh, so we got OJ and we got this. That's it. Those are the last two. <laughs> Those are only two guys. The only two moments of justice. Uh, this and yes, and I know OJ did it, but <laughs> listen, after 400 years of black people getting nothing, y'all got to take that to the face, white people. I'm just saying, look, it is what it is. Okay. I said it. I said what I said. Nene Leak's voice. Um, <laughs> All right, so here we go. Couple in Florida, Jose Joe Torres and Kayla Norton, a part of this group called Respect the Flag, which is basically white people banding together because they want people, you know, this was around 2015 when the whole thing about the Confederate flag and shout out to Bree Newsom who went up that pole and was like, give me that shit and snatch that flag down, right? Um, but they were like, no, the Confederate flag doesn't mean that because that's what, you know, racists try to tell you and shit, even though they know good and damn well. But neither here nor there. Uh, Jose and Kayla just out with their pickup truck drinking friends uh, with the Confederate flags on the back of the trucks, harassing people around Georgia. They roll up on a birthday party for an eight year old and hop out with the guns and threatening to, and pointing a shotgun at people and threatening to kill people and threatening to kill kids. And, you know, this happened in July 2015. And finally, here we are, March 2017, and justice is served. Well, it's like February, but justice, 2017. Took two years, though, but hey. <laughs> I mean, even though they was on video, but, you know, it is what it is. Hey, justice knows no time frame. So uh, they just were sentenced. They're splitting a 25-year sentence. Um, and, you know, it was really odd because Kayla decided to get her ass up and say that that wasn't her. And, you know, if you knew her, that wasn't her and that wasn't him. And But, bitch, you on the video. So uh, I think it's you. And I think it's him. And I think that was your whole little respect the flag gangster crew that jumped out the car and pulled some guns on an 8-year-old's birthday party because you felt like what? You felt like you wasn't going to get caught, bitch. You thought nobody was going to care. You thought you was going to roll around with the motherfucking shotgun and just point it at people and nobody was going to say shit. You was going to hop your punk ass back in your motherfucking um, pickup truck with your flags and get drunk and go to the motherfucking motorcycle club and say yeehaw, whatever the fuck y'all do, whatever racists do in their spare time. But bitch, no, your motherfucking ass is going to jail and I'm happy about it. And I'll tell you what, if I was the mama, I would have set up, I would have, I would have filed a separate case to get my money back from that birthday party. Because guess what? This birthday party, they went in. They had a bounce house. They had a snow cone machine. That shit ain't cheap. You don't just have a bounce. Everybody don't get a bounce house. You know what I had at my eight-year-old, eight, eighth birthday party? My mama. That's it. I had my mama and my sisters in there. We ain't had no bounce house. That ain't some shit that just come with the eight-year-old birthday party pack. No, it's not. That means somebody had to come and not only set up this bounce house, they had to then stay there to get paid 
because they had to operate it. They had to make sure it was bouncing right. It had the right amount of uh, air in there. They had to make sure nobody broke their neck or whatever the situation is. It might have been their uncle or something, but I'm sure he ain't do that shit for free. I'm just letting you know that it is fees incurred with having a bounce house. You don't, everybody just get, you don't go to Toys R Us and just go get a goddamn bounce house from aisle three. No, you got to do some special uh, reservations for a bounce house. So, yes, I want my money back from the bounce house. They also had a snow cone machine. Snow cone machine ain't just putting popsicles and shit in the freezer. It ain't like you take a thing of a soda or a thing of dang on juicy juice, put it in the freezer, wait for it to get slushy, and then pour it in the cup, even though that's how we had slow cones back in the day. But that's because we lived a different life. These people, they love their kids. <laughs> They care about their eight-year-old kid having a good birthday, so they went and got a snow cone machine. But guess what? You got to reserve a snow cone machine. That ain't some shit that you just have. You don't go and pick up a snow cone machine at Bed Bath & Beyond. And hey, maybe you do, but it ain't cheap, and it ain't some shit that just costs the same amount as a thing, a icy cups or some shit. So, boom. And somebody had to operate this damn snow cone machine. So that means that those are not only the decorations and the cake and all this stuff and now you think you're gonna roll through on your pickup truck and your confederate flags and pulling out shotguns and not bust up this birthday party you got to think about the invitations the balloons the food the paper the paper plates the plastic wear because ain't nobody using no real dishes not on these little kids out here right the gifts and shit the outfit that you had you can't be eight year old at your party in an old outfit no you come with a new outfit some new fresh shit some new dungaroos and shit you out here stunting on these hoes that outfit wasn't cheap you can't wear it again because now the whole thing is tarnished it got shotgun residue on it it's got you know it's got the every time you look at the outfit you think about the time somebody pulled a shotgun on you so you don't want that outfit no more you got to take it and give it away so now you got the cost of the outfit that you need to incur oh i would have been on judge joe brown like you mean to tell me <laughs> Your Honor, um, I'm here for my son Javon's eighth birthday party. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. Um, and I just want to say, you know, I get it that, you know, as black people, that we can be very loving. We can be very understanding to a fault because I'm really pissed that the woman who was over this, um, Haisha, Brian, right? Decide she gonna stand her ass up. She's one of the victims. She was there at the party. And she wanna stand her ass up in front of uh Kayla and Joe and talk about some I never thought this would be something I'd have to endure in 2017, but I forgive you and I don't have hate in my heart. Life is too short for that. This is a message to black people, okay, specifically black people who feel like they got to forgive everybody. I need you to get that slave shit out of your head, okay? I'm just saying it, period. It needs to be said, get that slave shit out of your head. You don't have to forgive everybody. Everybody don't need to know that you accept their apology that they never even motherfucking offered you, okay? At the end of the day, you're right. It's, life is too short. You don't need to hate everybody, but you don't have to stand up in front of them and get to crying and whining and fucking she's standing up there crying. I just, I forgive you. Did they even offer a fucking apology? Even if they did, you ain't got to stand up there. No. All right. That's what's up. Say hi to Pookie in jail, bitch. Peace. Right? Like, and leave it at that. This whole where this, this, this movement i don't even know if it's a movement i feel like it's some leftover residual black people shit that we need to deal with but we don't need we stop i feel like when black people do this when black people are so quick to i forgive you it's like you're apologizing for being in their way it's like you are telling them it's part your fault that they did this fuck shit it's almost like you're saying that, you know, you acknowledge that y'all shouldn't have had the party that day and you shouldn't have been in the way. And maybe if they didn't see you, they wouldn't have like you. It's almost like you're admitting that in some way this you had a hand in this fucked up racist decision that they made. You don't. It's the same thing with the, the family of the victims in the Dylan Roof you know and i get it i can't i first of all i don't get it i can't imagine losing a family member in this way 
But for y'all to sit up there and stand up there and crying and shit, talk about I forgive you, forgive him. The nigga didn't even ask you for forgiveness. The motherfucker legit was looking at y'all like, bitch, I don't care. Like he legit does not care. So the forgiveness part is some shit that maybe you do with your counselor. Maybe this is something that you do when you, as the families come together and try to heal. But to stand in front of him and say, oh, I forgive you. I'm a pray for Sit down. Can we please? It's just like Van Jones sitting up there. Well, this is the most presidential. No, it ain't. Stop fucking making making a way out of no way for these motherfuckers. No. Stop it. Anyway, but I'm happy they're going to jail for 25 years. They're sharing it. Hopefully they get fucked up in jail. And the next person who think that they're going to do something like that will then think twice and say, Hey, I remember Kayla and Joe. Yeah. The motherfuckers went to jail. You know what? Let's uh turn the pickup truck off. Let's stay here and just shoot at some beer cans and get our motherfucking life right here at the house and leave black people alone. We can only hope. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'm Hadir Robinson. Uh, this has been black ass podcast. If you're not already, make sure you are following the podcast. You can go, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well as Instagram. You know, we still trying it. It's working. It's a work in progress, but we out there and I see you following me. So I'm following you back. The first 200 people that follow us, I'm going to follow back automatically. So, um, Thank you for that. Of course, you can follow me, Hadia Robinson. You can go to my website, hrcomedy.com. Find all of my videos. Find my upcoming show dates as well as just find me on social media and that kind of thing. Uh, shout out to our sponsors for the show, um, as it should be, Body Products as well as blackasfuck.com. Um, go to both of those websites. They have amazing products for you to order and uh, you can support them as well as support the show. And uh, I'm out. Peace.